Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Feel for a beautiful smile, the life of Riley for laughs. Teal, T-E-E-L, Teal, the amazing liquid dentifrice. That's it, T-E-E-L. Teal, the amazing liquid dentifrice, brings you the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Remember, friends, for beautiful smiles, it's T-E-E-L, Teal. And right now, it's the life of Riley. There are 30 million people in the United States who own autos. That means that there are 30 million people who can't imagine how Chester A. Riley is feeling right now as he stands on a street corner waiting for a bus to take him home from work. Waiting with him is his friend, Jim Gillis. Here it comes. There it goes. <laughs> How do you like that, Gillis? That's the third bus passed us right by. What do them drivers think we are, a stop sign? Relax, Riley. Let calmness be prevalent. We're human beings, ain't we? We got rights. I tell you, Gillis, this is against the Constitution. Ah, you don't know what you're talking about. What constitution? Well, uh, my constitution. <laughs> it's getting tired standing here. This has got to stop. Those buses have been passing people by now for five years. Yeah, but you got to admit the service is improving. Now they just pass you by. They don't jump onto the curb and try and knock you down. <laughs> oh, here comes another one, Riley. Get your transfer ready. Yeah, this one's slowing down. I... Hey, look out, he's speeding up! Why, you no good... And that goes for your whole company. <laughs> Listen, Riley, what are you getting so excited for? We're only a few blocks from home. Let's walk. No, I got a transfer and I'm going to use it. <laughs> well, I'm walking. Not me. That bus company owes me a ride. And I'm riding home tonight if I have to stand here until morning to do it. Hey, you, you on the curb, wake up. Ah, well, uh, you huh? waiting for a bus? That's my business. On your way, get to hold the bus. Wait, don't leave, I'm coming. Step in, speed it up, watch your step, have your fare ready, move to the rear. Which do you want me to do first? 
Okay, wise guy, watch the door. Look, buddy, I've ridden on buses before. You... Would you mind opening the door? My foot's still out in the street. I told you to watch out. Now put your fare on the box. I got a transfer here. This transfer's no good. Put a dime in the box. No good? What do you mean, no good? It's punch six o'clock. It's almost eight now. But I've been waiting on that corner for over an hour. Six buses pass me by. Deposit ten cents in the box or get off the vehicle. <laughs> now, look here, you. I ain't paying no fare and I ain't getting off this bus. I know my rights. And if I get off this bus, somebody a lot bigger than me will have to throw me off. He didn't look that big sitting down. Riley, is that you? Where have you been? What happened? What's the matter, Pop? They can't do this to me. They won't get away with it. I'm a citizen. I owe as much taxes as the next guy. <laughs> oh, Riley, calm down and tell us what happened. Yeah, spill it, Pop. I got thrown off a bus. Oh, is that all? Well, that's a fine answer. You'd think my own wife would show a little interest. Of course I'm interested. Now, what really happened? Well, this driver said my transfer was no good and he got rough. Pop, you let a bus driver push you around? Well, uh, no. No bus driver's pushing your old man around. All he did was grab me by the seat of my pants, <laughs> throw me down the steps and halfway into a sewer. <laughs> Lucky for him, he didn't go too far. <laughs> Right, Riley, now sit down. Supper's ready. I can't eat now. If I eat in a state I'm in, I'll get acute indigestion. But, dear, we've got a steak. Okay, so I'll suffer. <laughs> and so will that bus company suffer. I'm going Riley, gonna... stop taking this so serious. Well, believe me, it is serious. When a citizen of the United States don't dare get on a bus without a personal bodyguard... You know what, Pop? You ought to take this up with the CIA. CIA? What's that? The Community Improvement Association. I saw something about it in the paper. Oh, yeah, here it is. Listen. The second meeting of the newly formed Community Improvement Association will be held tonight at the high school auditorium. J. Cheever Bennett, well-known local attorney, will preside. All citizens are urged to attend and air their complaints. That's for me. I'm going there. My complaint needs a little airing. <laughs> Oh, Riley, why make such a fuss? I ain't throwing out my hard-earned money on transfers they refuse. But a transfer's only a few cents. With me, it ain't the money. It's the principal and the money. <laughs> hey, Riley, what are you doing around here? Oh, hello, Gillis. I'm going to CIA meeting. So am I. I'm going to complain about the bus. What are you complaining about? Nothing, just going for pleasure. I'm so sick of my wife's complaints, it'll be a relief to hear somebody else shoot their mouth though. <laughs> you know, like the French say, a busboy's holiday. Yeah. Hey, we better go in. I think they started already. Oh, yeah. And when I organized this association, I did so with one paramount purpose in mind. Community improvement through community action. That's J. Cheever Bennett, the lawyer. Brilliant. On a graduate from William and Mary... You don't say. Two colleges. <laughs> and so I say it is not only your civic right, 
but your civic duty to fight injustice wherever it rears its ugly head. Gillis, I can't see. Please move your ugly head. <laughs> well, I'm And so it is up to you, the citizens of this community. Let us hear your complaints and we will act. The floor is now open. Go on, Riley. Now's your chance. Well, uh, I've been thinking it over. I I changed my mind. Come, come. We're here to share each other's problems. My friend here, Riley, has a complaint he wants to bring before this August body. Mr. Riley has the floor. Well, uh, this evening I was standing on the corner waiting for a bus. There I was, a decent, lovable lawyer. And there I was, laying in the gutter with a transfer in my hand. And I say to you, is that a way to treat the gutters of our fair city? (laughs) I thank you. I am sure that Mr. Riley's shameful experience has aroused the righteous indignation in each and every one of us. Oh, it was awful. My friend, something must be done, and done immediately. Sooner than immediately. (laughs) We must fight this in the courts. A test case. We must sue. Hey, hey, wait. Wait, just a minute. The bus company must realize that it cannot trample roughshod on the rights of the people. Someone, someone. Mr. Riley, if you'll put that in the form of a motion... But I don't want to sue. You're out of order. (laughs) Do I hear a motion? But I I so move. Thank you, Mr. Gillis. Will someone second it? I also second it. All in favor say aye. Aye. Any opposed? Me. The motion is passed. (laughs) Mr. Riley, we understand your natural trepidation in getting involved in a court case. You are worried about expenses, lawyers' fees, but let me assure you, sir, that this organization will stand behind you with every cent in its treasury. And now I would like to pass the hat around for a defense fund. (laughs) We'll start with you, Mr. Riley. Trapped. Oh, honest, Riley. Anybody who'd get mixed up in a lawsuit with a big bus company is just... it's all settled. My head's made up. It's not settled. I want you to drop the whole thing. What have you got to gain? You're only suing for 51 cents. (laughs) It's not the money. I'm just doing my duty as a citizen. This is a test case, an experiment. Someday you'll be proud that you're married to a guinea pig. Ah, gee, Pop, I guess you're a pretty important guy. Son, when you put it that way, how can I argue with you? (sighs) I don't like this, Riley. Hey, will you please stop worrying? I'm a cinch to win this case. Guess who's going to be here in a little while? My lawyer. The bus company's lawyer, Andrew Crow. Andrew Crow? Yeah. Why, he's the famous criminal lawyer. They're scared. They know they're dealing with me, so they got a criminal lawyer. What's he coming here for? He wants to compromise me. <laughs> you know, settle out of court. Oh, that's wonderful. But I ain't gonna. I'm gonna lick him in court. The whole town's counting on me. But, Riley, oh, don't you... that's them. Now, Peg, let me do the talking. Well, Riley, my esteemed client. Hello, Mr. Bennett. Come in. 
Riley, this is Mr. Krull, who represents the bus company. Oh. Well, you can't always be on the winning side, huh, Mr. Crow? <laughs> yeah, not always. The fact is, Mr. Riley, my client is willing to effect a compromise, but Mr. Bennett here refuses. Oh, absolutely. We demand vindication in court. On that score, my client and I are of one mind. That's right. We got only one mind between us. <laughs> but, Mr. Riley, my company is willing to tender a formal apology. Riley, if they're willing to apologize... So, Mr. Crow, they're willing to apologize, huh? Yes. Will the president of the company get down on his knees in the bus terminal? Well, hardly. Then nothing doing. We'll settle this in court tomorrow. Very well. Oh, yes. And by the way, Mr. Riley, I hope you realize that if you insist on going to trial, we shall be forced to institute a countersuit against you on behalf of the bus driver for assault and battery with intent to kill. The maximum penalty is five years. Good day. Wait, wait, Mr. Crow. Let's talk this over. Good day, Mr. Riley. No, wait, wait. Please, Mr. Crow. Here, sit down. Have a cigar. Peg, get him a Coke. Junior, shine his shoes. I, 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 You've changed your mind, Mr. Riley? Oh, no, just a moment, Crow. My client is a man of principle, and for that principle, he's willing to risk ten years in jail. <laughs> now, wait, Bennett. He only said five. <laughs> Five years is a long time, Mr. Riley. Oh, for heaven's sake, Riley, tell Mr. Crow you'll compromise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, Mr. Crow, I'm willing to settle. I, I, I got nothing against the bus company. I, I love that bus company. I'd rather sniff their carbon monoxide than the best perfume. <laughs> Let, let's settle. Huh? Well, now you're being sensible. Oh, just a moment, Crow. You can't come in here and use your vicious blackmailing tricks. Blackmail? You accuse me, Andrew Crow, of blackmail? Why, you unmitigated scoundrel! Please, Mr. Crow! I'll have you disbarred for this. Please, Mr. Bennett! You are threatening me with disbarment. Listen to me. I want to settle. Settle? It's out of the question. You want to fight, you'll get one. No, you can't scare us, Crow. I'm ready to fight this case right up to the Supreme Court. If it takes every cent that Riley has. Bennett, please, stay off my side. <laughs> Listen, Mr. Crow. There's I... nothing more to be said. Good day. Oh, don't. Don't worry, Riley. We've got him on the run. Yeah, he's on the run, all right. But he's chasing me. <laughs> had a run-in with a bus driver and got thrown off the bus. He complained at a community meeting, and now he finds he's the plaintiff in a lawsuit against the bus company. The trial has been going on all morning, and as we look in on the courtroom now, Riley's friend Gillis is on the stand as a character witness. Order in the court. Continue with your testimony, Mr. Gillis. Yeah, Judge. Well, like I was saying, I've always known Riley to be a man of the highest character... Honesty, integrity, and indecency. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Gillis. That is all. Oh, good old Gillis. He sure come through for me, Peg. How'd I do, pal? Great, Gillis. I appreciate what you've done. And someday I'll commit perjury for you, too. <laughs> Mr. Riley, take the stand. Uh, I'm coming, Judge. Mr. Riley, you're suing my client, the bus company, for the sum of 51 cents. 
What is the one cent for? That's for the fare that I was chiseled out of. But isn't the fare ten cents? Well, sure, but the transfer part is exactly one cent's worth. And how do you know it's exactly one cent's worth? Well, the whole trip is ten cents. You go nine miles on the first bus and one mile on the transfer bus. Ten miles, ten cents. That's one cent a mile. I got gypped out of one mile, so you owe me one cent. How do you know the transfer bus goes exactly one mile? I took a taxi and I measured it. And now tell us, please, what is the 50 cents for? I waited an hour for the bus and it took me another hour to walk home. My time is valuable. It's worth at least 25 cents an hour. (laughs) Mr. Riley... Do you actually expect the jury to believe that a healthy man like you took an hour to walk a mere mile? Are you sure you took the shortest way home? Sure, I'm sure. I went past Mike's barber shop. You can prove that? Well, sure. Ask the boys who were in the back. They were having a crap game, and he asked me to watch out for the cops. <laughs> I see. Then you did not go directly home. Well, I made up for lost time. I took a shortcut across Lafayette Park. Frankly, I don't believe you, Mr. Lanny. I can prove I went through that park. Ask my wife. That night I brought her home three dozen roses I picked from the flower beds. I believe you. Now, the park is only one block from your house, and you had, let's say, about 30 minutes left. 30 minutes to walk one block? Well, I needed a rest. I I stood on the corner in front of a billboard. It had a picture of Lana Turner on it in a bathing suit. You looked at it for 30 minutes? Well, I... Remember, you're under oath. Lana Turner now has a mustache. (laughs) That... That will be all, Mr. Riley. Your Honor, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, are you going to believe the testimony of an honest, hard-working bus driver or a man who, by his own admission, acts as a lookout for illegal gambling dens, steals flowers from parks maintained by your taxes? who wantonly defaces private property and insults the glory of womanhood. What a revolting development this is. <laughs> the defense rests. Court is recessed one hour for lunch. When we reconvene, I shall charge the jury. Oh, Peg, they got me. They'll send me to jail, sure. Now, don't worry, dear. Everything will be all right. My brain hurts. I'm going to take my head for a walk around the block. <laughs> I'm a goner. I'm a goner. Let me be the judge of that. Oh, it's you, Tigger. Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. Tigger, were you in court? Did you hear the evidence? Yes, but don't despair, Riley. Keep fighting. In my profession, we have a saying. Never give up, though things look black. Till the case is closed, a man can bounce back. Tigger, I, I never thought this would wind up in a courtroom. Ah, courtroom. The learned judge quietly snoring at the taxpayer's expense. The opposing attorneys with their thumbs on the scale of justice. The pretty young murderess lifting her skirt to show her dainty limbs to the jury. I adore being on juries. It's okay. <laughs> that bus company... I'm through with buses. From now on, I'm walking. So help me, I'll never ride anywhere again. Oh, yes, you will, believe me. (laughs) Oh, 
O'Reilly. Look, isn't that the judge over there? Yeah, that's him. And that car over there. Hmm. He can't get it started. Well, that's okay with me. Look at that classy car. I bet he never rode on a bus in his life. No wonder he's prejudiced. <laughs> Riley, why don't you help him start his car? He'll appreciate it. It may influence his decision. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. So long, Digger. Cheerio. I'd better be shuffling off. Uh, uh, pardon me, Judge. Uh, oh, it's you, Mr. Riley. You having a little trouble with your car? Yes, it never happened before. Well, let me take a look under the hood. Eh? It isn't necessary. I can... Now, for... just leave it to me, Judge. I know cars. I got a mechanical head. <laughs> well, let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, try it now, Judge. Try it now. I am. Now it's completely dead. This is most annoying. I'm expected downtown, and I've got to be back before court reconvenes. Your Honor, why don't you take the bus? Bus? Hmm. Stops right here. A bus? Yes, I could do that. Listen, Judge, about my case. Now, now, Mr. Riley, it's unethical for me to discuss it with you. But I'm willing to drop the whole matter. I'm afraid it's a little too late for that. But, Your Honor... Mr. Riley, this world would be a much better place if we all practiced a little more tolerance. Instead of rushing into court on the least provocation for purposes of revenge, we should be tolerant. Ah, the bus. See you in court, Mr. Riley. Well, if you don't mind, I'll ride along with you. Oh, no, I'd rather you... Come on, come on, get on the bus, ain't good all day. Lift it, Grandpa, lift it. He means you, Judge. He does? Sir, are you... No conversation, put your fare in the box. See here, Judge. You've got to pay the fare, Judge. The fare? Hmm. Oh, oh, yes. All I have is a dollar bill. Uh, Would you change it, please? Change? You think I got nothing better to do than make change all day? What do you think this is, the bank? Now look here, my man. You keep a civil tongue in your head. Judgey, judgey, you gotta be tolerant. And let me inform you, driver. Up, shaking that finger in my face, you zombie. <laughs> I'll shake my finger as much as I want. Oh, my eye. Okay, you asked for it. How do you like this? Why, why, he slapped me. Judge turned the other cheek. He got that one, too. <laughs> How dare you lay a hand on me? I'll have That's you. That's enough out of you. Come on, get off or I'll throw you. Oh, yeah, I'd like to see you throw the judge off. <laughs> why, he threw us off. Yeah, Judge. Now, uh, about my case. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you have heard the testimony in this case, and I now recommend that you bring in a verdict in favor of the plaintiff, Chester A. Riley. Of course, you are perfectly free to bring in a verdict in favor of the bus company, in which case I'll hold you all in contempt of court. <laughs> Peg, Peg, we won. I told you we'd win. Oh, I'm so glad it's over. Lucky for us that judge had to take the bus. And what a lucky break that his car wouldn't start. Yeah, that was a lucky break. Oh, gee, 
I almost forgot. Riley, where are you going? To the judge's car. I got to put back those spark plugs. Procter and Gamble, makers of Teal, the amazing liquid that Chris invites to be their guests next week to hear the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The Life of Riley is produced for Teal by Irving Becker and is directed by Don Bernard. Music by Lou Coslow. 